0: Hey everyone, this is Paula Gamble-Grant with Refresh. Welcome to Episode 7, Season 4 of the Refresh Podcast. We help you slow your soul to grow your soul. And if you want to live your life instead of skimming it, if you want to connect more deeply with God, yourself, and your life's purpose, if you want to live more sustainably in rhythms that match who God made you to be, if you don't want to miss the moments that matter the most... Refresh exists to help you do just that. Before I begin today, let me tell you a few resources that can help you on your journey. First, as you've heard me say the last few weeks, the free brand new 21 days to unhurry up your hustle is available at mysoulrefresh.teachable.com. And on that course over 21 days, the first week there's practices to practice pausing in your day. And the next week, there's practices to pay attention. And the third week, there's some practices to play. And the idea being, how do you cultivate living more present to God's presence with you in the midst of your ordinary everyday life so that you don't rush past the moments that matter, so that you don't keep hurrying and scurrying and skimming your life rather than really living it? Second, today is Ash Wednesday. It is the beginning of the season of Lent. Yes, it's also Valentine's Day, but I'm going to focus on Ash Wednesday. And a few years ago, I did an email offering of some reflections during Lent, and it's turned into a book that's been available for a year or two, and it's on Kindle. So if you head on over to Amazon Kindle, And look for Unhurry Up Into Easter, A Lenten Pilgrimage by Paula Gamble Grant. Then there is a resource there for you to every day check in, read how you lean in to God's love, you learn to evaluate how you are in a moment and let God's love meet you where you are, not as where you think you should be where I offer something for you to reflect upon and just help you to walk into your days with more mindfulness and more attentiveness. And this idea of letting yourself, as always, all these resources, helping you learn how to let yourself be loved just as you are, not as you think you should be. So head on over to Amazon and pick up Unhurry Up Into Easter, a Lenten pilgrimage, today. February, last week I talked about how the early God followers were encouraged to put visible reminders of God's love in the ordinary, everyday places of life. And this invitation to love and let yourself be loved needs to be cultivated often. And I love that this idea of put something before your eye to remind your heart, because what happens is we get so busy and so consumed by our to-do lists and, and trying to please everybody else and, and take care of all that life throws at us that we forget and you think at the end, you got the early God followers, and then you've got the church in Ephesus in the book of Revelation. And the thing about them is they did everything right. They knew all the answers, but they forgot one thing. They had forgotten their first love, the first love that God had for them and that they had for God. So I hope that somehow you've created a reminder for yourself. You remember uh, as you walk through a doorway, what, what can you pray to say, Oh God, open my door, the door of my heart to your love. Or as you sit down in your house, uh, as I've shared, what I'm trying to practice is every time I move to a different room, I sit and I'm quiet for a moment just to remember that I'm loved and it's I am not indispensable. Um, When I think I'm indispensable, that is when I pretend to be God, and God is God. So me sitting for a minute, minute is me saying, God, you are God, and I will let you be God, and I will stop doing your job. Or maybe uh, as you walk from your car to a store or back to your car to office or school or home or visiting a friend... Take that time walking between your car and wherever you're going or between your bus or your bicycle or your motorcycle, as the case may be, to remind yourself that just as the early God followers were encouraged to talk about God and remember God's love while they walk along the way, that you can do that in the midst of your ordinary days as you're walking. So hopefully you continue to tie in remembrance of the love of God into something you're doing in your ordinary everyday life so that you put something before your eye to remind your heart today as i said it's both valentine's day and ash wednesday and ash wednesday is the beginning of the season of lent which is a 40 plus they didn't count sunday so it's like 49 days before easter but it's about 40 days to lean in and reflect on how am I doing in my love for God? How am I doing in how I'm opening my heart and my life toward God's love? And this story is in the book that you can pick up on Amazon, but I continue to love this particular day in the church calendar. And I continue to reflect on, you know, I grew up I remember going to church, having the ashes put on my forehead, doing this service, yada, yada, yada. It never meant much to me, but probably a decade ago, I went into church very flustered and wearied and overwhelmed with the pace of my life and the schedule of ministry and the demands upon me. And and I remember, again, hearing all the verses and going, yada, yada, yada. It just feels like empty words. It actually just feels like more stuff to do and more demands and more you know, spiritual things I have to do to my soul, which is already overwhelmed and taxed. But then the priest, as he put ashes on my forehead, reminded me, today we put ashes on our heads to remind us of our creatureliness, to remember that we are from dust. We will return to dust. Today we celebrate that we are human And that means we don't have to do it all, be it all, or have it all. We are finite and limited, but loved. And I remember feeling such deep relief today, celebrating my humanity and my finiteness. And the fact that I couldn't do it all was to be celebrated today. So I love this day. I probably need to have Ash Wednesday more often during the year, but it is the day and the chance for us to remember that God is God and we are not. And it's a chance for us to affirm that we cannot grant everyone's wishes. We might often be prone to forget things. We can't always complete our to-do lists, and we don't have unlimited resources to live and work at a pathologically busy pace. So I want to ask you, does hearing this liberate you or does it frustrate you? What do you do when you encounter your finiteness and your limitations? Let me ask you a few questions for reflection. Do you have a hard time saying no? Do you have a hard time asking for help? Do you pretend to know something when you don't really know it? Do you make more lists to try to get stuff done, or have you just given up on lists? Do you readily acknowledge that you are sometimes selfish? But are you able to know that that selfishness does not separate you from the love of God? Are you prone to heap a condemning pile of shoulds and oughts upon yourself and those closest to you? Do you get angry when there's an interruption or when you cannot control a situation? And herein is the point of our faith. Despite our humanness and in the midst of our fickleness, as we try to navigate the busy swirl of modern life that does not always bring out the best in us. We are loved. And Ash Wednesday is a magnificent day to celebrate that God, fully knowing our humanness, fully knowing our finiteness, fully knowing that we fail, is not worn out, disappointed, or mad at us. I think I need to say that again. Today is a day to celebrate that God, fully knowing our humanness, is not worn out, disappointed, or mad at you. Instead, gently, God invites us to come, to return, to open our hearts to trust his love in the midst of our restless our restlessness our jealousies our compel our compulsions to look and feel and be more secure and successful some say that the more we travel on this journey toward intimacy with christ each of us must gain the ability to embrace our limitations in fact it might even be considered a mask of maturity There's no need for the ego to overcompensate with a candy-coated illusion of, I've got it all together. If we want to deepen in our relationship with an infinite God, then life, at least our life of faith, will actually have more ambiguity, not less. We will encounter messiness, and we will encounter the paradox of the certainty of mystery. Of living in unanswerable questions, of feeling deeply loved in the midst of our incompleteness. Our measurement of our maturity is perhaps stopping the charade of goodness and striving to be infinite, to be all together, to have it all, do it all, be it all. And instead to realize that we're loved as we are, we're able to let God be God. And God being God is the one who deeply loves and delights in us in the midst of our finite limitations. So I want to ask you, what are your expectations of yourself today? Are you weary and burdened by the ongoing limitations of your humanness? Good. Feel the fullness of that weary and burden. Let it sink in because the invitation is here for you and for me today and every day, but especially today. Come to me, all you who are weary and finite and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will will learn, I will teach you the unforced rhythms of grace. So my friends, today remember of all days that even in the things that disappoint you and cause you to be restless about your own life, God loves you as you are, not as you think you should be. And part of the journey is learning to let God's love in so that we can learn to love ourselves in the same way with gentleness and compassion. Being okay with being finite, limited, and messy, but so very, very loved. Because what love does is it invites us to be gentle with ourselves and it invites us to be gentle with others. And in the context of love, the things that we so strive to prove ourselves and to make our lives feel more secure and to try to gain acceptance and approval and control aren't needed anymore. So blessings to you on your Lenten journey and today especially Be gentle with yourself, and as always, peace and good to you and all whom you love.